Welcome everyone. I've gotten a little smarter recognizing um, obscure sounds. If you hear VAC, then you obviously know where I'm at. <laughs> if that doesn't give it away, I imagine something else will pretty soon. But today I want to talk to you all about um, fear, right? And what does fear mean to me? And do I hold it? And the answer is yes. I think we all have fear, right? I used to think that people doing brave things, right, didn't truly hold fear. Um, they would just do it. And I think in some cases it is like that. But in a lot of cases, it's not like that. And I may be overstepping my boundaries when I speak on fear and people that may not truly feel it, right? But it's my perspective, right? It's my feeling towards it. So in that regard, it's okay. This thing about fear, I think it drives us to make things seem pointless, right? And if you heard the last episode, you know that I think we are able to pass on things a little easier than, say, necessary or needed. What I mean by that is we're able to pass things along and say, oh, that doesn't matter, and why would someone ever do that? But if we sit down and really ask ourselves why we've asked that question specifically, I think we'd find out why someone would pursue something, right? Why someone would not do something, right? But then you have to ask yourself, is that enough? Is that reason enough for you? Well, that's all dependent on your fears, right? The fear of failure, you know, that's how I brought it back, right? That's probably our greatest fear. Fear of failure can cause hesitation. Fear of failure can cause anxiety. Fear and failure can really be a bad combo, right? Both of them together. It's not something that's easily combated against. It's not something that's easily formulated out against, right? It's not like you can just tell someone to stop being afraid and all of a sudden they're not afraid, right? In movies, it may happen, right? And in TV shows and animes and comic books, it may happen, right? Now you truly know where I'm at. And so when these things happen, right? Say you're presented with a unmovable force or an unstoppable object or a fearsome object. What do we do with that? Where do we go with that? What does it take us? Do we stand still? Do we charge ahead and tackle it? Do we hit it a little bit and stop and come back later? I guess it depends on the person, right? But the question I want to ask is, will you face it? I grew up essentially facing my own fears, if you will. Not that I was forced or anything. Um, it was more like I had to convince myself to face my fears as if I would be nothing if I didn't do it to myself. And recently I was asked a question, right? 
um, what's the public speaking for, right? That's a little hint about probably what I'm going to do, but I won't tell you when. I want to be alone when I do it. And I also ask myself that, what is the public speaking for? But I've asked myself that a thousand times. And recently I've got into some obvious music some people will know, and I like to do it, you know? And that's my only reason, I would like to do it. Um, there's really nothing beyond that. I would like to see reactions. Um, as you all know, I'm paid to speak, right? <laughs> I'm paid to speak. If you know anything about me, like my family does, talking is probably the last thing I do. You know, I'll watch, and they understand that I'll watch, and they'll see me smile and laugh, but talking isn't the highest on my list in public settings, but that's okay. I think it grants me a second ability, which is observation. And recently, I've observed that I am being observed not coming in at 7.45. <laughs> the fear of coming in on time right now, that's not what stops me. Maybe it's the fear of spending the day unaccomplished, right? Toward a goal I've been paid to do and set to do. What do you mean by that? Do you just go to work and do nothing? No, no, I go to work and I do a lot. Um, I do, honestly, probably more than I should. And that's okay, because that's how I work once I get there. And that's probably something you can't teach, right? It's probably something you can't coach. Tenacity, can you coach that? Can you build tenacity inside of someone? I don't know. Um, I think you can strengthen one's tenacity. So if we're all built with tenacity to some degree, I think we can strengthen it, right? We're beings that can be built upon, whether intellectually or physically. I truly believe that, or emotionally. Um, our body does it with calluses and bruises, right? It tries to armor itself up for next time. Is it successful? No, but I think we'll get there. I think we'll be able to promote regeneration. Wow, we haven't even touched on regeneration before. A whole new topic. And if it's a whole new topic, is it still a bonus? I haven't defined what my bonus episodes are. They're kind of spur of the moment. And so maybe those left out will be joined in, at least with a surprise episode. I don't know. We'll see. I know I'll come up with something. Surely I will. But fear, let's get back to that. Let's backtrack just a little bit, all right? I want to tell you all that I've been facing fears all my life. Um, now, there are some fears that I just won't touch, and I'm sure we're all like that. But roller coasters I'll ride on, dungeon drops I'll ride on. Now, I may only do it once, but I've done it, right? And I'll brag about it till the day's end. Um, that's kind of what got me to publish my first book, Heart and Soul Symbiosis. I asked myself, why do you want to do it? And then I had to tell myself, well, I want people to buy it. I want people to read it. And that's true. It's most assuredly true. I want attention, right? We're all attention whores. It's okay to want attention. I find it sexy when people read my books. I'm like, oh, you loved it. Well, what did you love about it? <laughs> I was recently told that about my podcast. They let me know that I 
listen to two episodes, two full episodes, a single individual. And I'm like, you listen to me talk for 30 minutes, maybe an hour, 20 at the minimum. That's a long time to listen to a guy talk. And I just hope that I keep you entertained enough to keep listening, right, to every episode. And maybe then you'll understand a little bit more about the faithful idiot. <laughs> because truly, that's what I want you all to do is understand me, right? And then accept all that I feel everyone misunderstands. And hopefully I didn't say that too low. And so I push forward and I push forward, right, all my life. Different scenarios. What kind of crazy things have you done, Roderick? Not too many, if you ask me, to be honest. I think they're crazy by social standards, but nothing insane. Um, all kids fight, right? For different reasons. What did I do as a kid? I did sports. Right, that's fine. So maybe that was part of it. Engraving and growing that tenacity. I got in fights. I was late to class. I was late for buses. I was late for school. <laughs> I'm always late. Except when I'm riding the bus. I noticed that um, <laughs> when I had to start taking myself places, that was when I really became tardy. And it's funny. I think I warned my friend. I was like, now when I start driving, she's telling another story, but if you're late, I'm not late. I'm on time every time. I used to make that joke <laughs> because I was riding. I didn't have a car. That was a gift after graduation. I enjoyed it. A very great gift. I haven't bought a new car yet. And when I hit the gas pedal, I hear it crying. And I'm like, it's okay, baby. We'll get through this. And I brush across his dashboard. Something about a guy in his vehicle, right? In his wagon. It's been like that for a long time. Something about him and his horse. If you listened to the last episode, you remember I talked about pairing. How does pairing work with fear? Quite well. My car is my faithful companion. I drive it to work and back. It gets me through the day. Um, and it also is a weapon. It's a tool. I've honed it. I don't know if anybody else feels like that about their car, but I do. <laughs> I was rushing today to get to work and I was like, move it, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm an aggressive ass nigga. <laughs> it was a joke to myself. Nobody's in the car but me. But I'm hyping myself up as if I'm getting ready to get on the football field. And I'm smiling all the while. I told myself a joke. And it'll get me through the day. It'll get me through the tardiness. And I'll smile with a mask on. I'm glad we have masks on right now. It hides the frowns and my eyes squint and I'm smiling back at them all innocently. I feel like the mask has taken away my innocence. In a way, they can't see my smile either. Even when I'm late, I'm smiling. and Even when I'm on time, I'm smiling. And even when I'm in trouble, I'm smiling. It's like a dog, right? Kind of funny. They're cursed with a smile, and I wonder if I'm cursed with a smile. And maybe you've learned just a little bit of my attachment to the villain, the Joker, right? <laughs> You have to love that character. He's very inventive, very creative. Again, say very, very dark and brooding, cynical opponent, right? He's trying to show the Batman 
But what he's doing is a little unnecessary. It's a little too much. Relax. You don't need to do all this to conquer your fear. And the actuality is true, right? You don't need to do a lot to conquer your fear. You just need to do it. And so that's why I like wearing Nike gear. Just do it. It sounds crazy, but whatever you fear, just do it. That's the point of that story, right? Um, I don't need to rush to work. I don't need to get in my car and treat it as a weapon, right? I don't need to treat it as a horse, but I do. And I feel like I need that, right? Needs, right? I feel like, but truly I don't. I really just need to get up. <laughs> and so maybe I'll make an alarm that says, just do it, rather than 6.15 in the morning, right? I look at that and I, instead of seeing 6.15, I see demons, right? That are just gripping me down and say, hey man, it's okay to rest a little bit. And they're soothing, they're talking to me gently, right? I'm being caressed by a blanket. It soothes me, it warms me. I don't want to get up and leave into a cold room where I freeze, right? My fingers are turning blue and it's as if it's a blizzard inside my classroom. And there's no bodies, right? There's no pairing or human interaction going on or intellectual thoughts. That's the downside of quarantine, right? That's the downside. And yet, it's forced me to take on a new fear that I've been having and realize I've probably conquered it a long time ago. And with so much going on, I didn't have time to clear my mind. I didn't have time to think. Think about what? Well, speaking, right? I get paid to speak. And maybe I've just hinted towards you again, something I'm doing, right? I'm pretty sure I've told you in a few episodes ago, if it posted. I've done so many now, I've lost track of what I've said and when I've said it. But I know I've said it. And so, conquering this idea, I won't truly know until I get into a body of strangers. And yet, I am in front of bodies of strangers every day. And yet, this third year seems different, right? In teaching, in education, it seems as though... My interactions with strangers have become familiar. And by that, I mean they've become family. It's amazing how grammar uses words. You become familiar with someone. What does that mean? Does it mean they become family? Well, if you look at the word family and familiar, there's not too much different. One derivates from the other, right? Derives from the other. And that's important. Language is poetic in my eyes, right? And I've had a fear of saying that, but I've never had a fear of expressing that. So you can see how there's some conflict mentally there, self-appreciation conflict. And so self-appreciation is at war with fear, but fear is also at war with courage, right? And success and output and productivity and so much more. 
Today specifically, though, we'll target how I tackle fear as a whole rather than what it's connected to. And so I tackle it head first and I don't think about the repercussions as of late. And that's important, but that's also dangerous. You want to have repercussions in mind, right? Because you want to accept the dangers and the punishment that aligns with it. That's what makes you brave. That's what makes you courageous and not foolish, if you ask me. So that's how I think about it. I'm willing and ready to accept the punishment, though I am ignorant of what the punishment may entail for my specific life, for my specific goals. And I feel my stubbornness won't relent until I know. And I may never know. And that can be good and bad. Ignorance is bliss, right? And so it allows us to conquer many things when we're ignorant. That's how I feel about my fear. I can't explain it better than that. But I think all humans have this kind of fear, right? I think all people have this understanding of fear just like that. And if they don't, bless you, I'm jealous. Because I think this is the fear we have to conquer to essentially conquer the new ocean. Surely I can't go an episode without mentioning the new ocean, much like I can't go an episode without mentioning the C word. Creativity. 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 (laughs) I create a lot based on my fears, based on my inefficiency, based on my curiosity based on my admiration for myself. I know what you're thinking. You lack self-appreciation, but you also have admiration. I do. I understand what I've done. I understand what I've accomplished. In terms of society, it means everything. In terms, to me, it means nothing. And that's weird. But I uphold this image because I want to, right? Um, History is important to me. Looking back on things is important to me. I'm a black man, so when I read history, unfortunately, there's not a lot of me to go around, right? (laughs) And I fear for the future, that if there's not a lot of me going around in the history books, well, then there's not going to be a lot of us in the future. So I've made it my point. I've made it my goal to make history however small, however big, I've decided. And that's important to me. I need that. Um, I don't know where the journey ends and where it begins, right? It may start here, it may end up as something else, but my audio mixer, Joseph, as I call him, (laughs) the many names, he may start getting a nickname and an alias here pretty soon. <laughs> J-Man. The Mixer. He's going to get a comic book name and he's going to get a comic book outfit, clearly, um, for the upcoming comic book that is in the works now, <laughs> as I speak it. Um, he told me that, well, I know one thing. You won't be in the same place. 
And if you know anything about me, as much as I am positive, I am cynical. So what I tell him is, well, at least what I think I tell him is, well, shit, I'm either going up or I'm going down. So (laughs) it's either going to be above the flames or in the flames, right? And I'm not mad at that. Um, I want to at least try. Because if I don't try, I failed. And if I failed, I at least know that I attempted and that's good enough for me. Um, but I want to attempt with my best, right? And I thought of another question relating to my fear as I showered. Quite quickly, actually, I was surprised at the speed. I think I'm getting it down. 7.45. I was here at 7.50. I think I'm killing it just a bit. I think I'm killing it just a bit. I'm getting here quicker and faster now the other day i got here at like 744 it's crazy it's wild and you'll hear about that episode later i gotta break it up i didn't like the conclusion of it right so that was that self appreciation of my work telling me no don't release it do something else with it it'll be promotion i think so i love it it puts me in a different spot a different thinking And I'm not upset at that, actually. I love it. Um, But anyway, fear. And where did it bring me today? And what example was I going to tell you? Well, it follows like so. Saying the wrong thing, if you know what I mean. So when you get into speaking, when you get into talking, I've made the point of stressing the irrelevance, the erroneous ways of cancel culture, right? And they've made us walk on eggs, right? To be fearful of what we say. And to an extent, there are some dumbass things we as humans say, right? And we deserve repercussions for the things that are Retarded. I said that, right? It's a bad thing to say. But we say dumb shit. Remember, this podcast is for the visibly, not so visibly lame. What do I mean by that? Those that appear to not appear to be struggling with mental struggles. Health, right? Because we all do it. We all fight. As my friends say, he has to battle a wet blanket. As I say, I battle my morning demons, my 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 (laughs) a.m. demons, right? And we need to be able to talk about these things and we need to be able to joke about these things because they all affect us. And if we're walking on eggshells, where does that lead us in the future? I pose this question and I pose these statements because they're important to me. Because I want to know, right? We're talking about cancel culture. And I've told you before, I see no direction. I see no end of it. I just see a group of people trying to harm other groups of people, right? I don't see any benefit. I don't see any criticism, right? And by criticism, I mean constructive criticism, right? I've shortened it. That's my fear. That's what I try to understand. I apologize for the motion. You may hear me grooming my beard 
because I enjoy grooming my beard at times. Um, it's really a soothing process I've gotten into, right? Trying to make myself look more presentable, right? To help me conquer those fears. I don't have to do it, but I understand societal standards, right? And that's the contradiction. Even with cancel culture, what are societal standards? And if I understand them, why go against them? Well, what was that thing MLK said, right? I don't want to invoke his name um, in error or in bad faith. But um, he said something essentially relating to silence and relating to breaking the law, right? And social conduct is a law. It's just unwritten law, right? Because the punishment isn't corporate or financial or government. It's social, right? You may say something amongst your friends, and so they oust you, they joke you. That's part of it, right? That's what we do in light heart. But it's come to something different on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. It's come into ruining lives, ruining welfare, ruining peace. And I tell you, I think that's the most corrupt, the most evil thing you can do. Right. You're going out and seeking harm. That's why I did the troll video. Right. To try to express that. I think today I've done it a little bit better, a little bit more directed. Right. But it's still a freestyle, no less. If y'all noticed, I started coining that. Um, I haven't heard any podcasts, but I'm in ignorance and I'm living in ignorance. I haven't heard it. Right. So. Until I do, and until someone calls me out, and I guess when I get bigger, they will, right? That's that pompous in me. That's the future side of me. That's the foresight of me. They'll let me know. They'll say, hey, faithful idiot, get that shit out. You're not the only freestyle podcast. I don't know. But this has been a podcast about fear, and I'm actually done speaking. So I hope you've all enjoyed it. Um, maybe you understand me a little bit more and maybe we tackle cancel culture just a little bit more. If you'd like to join this conversation, please find me. Google The Faithful Idiot. I'm everywhere you podcast. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm everywhere. Literally. Radio Public. Apple. Google. Um, my Facebook account may be a little bit different, actually. Broderick Lacey Hudson. And of course... This will all play at the end of the video as well. But I wanted to personally ask you, personally tell you, I want to see you all, right? And when I do live shows, I want you there eventually, right? So find me, follow, subscribe on Spotify, on any of my websites, Anchor, Captive, or rather Captivate.fm. And I'll see you all next time. By the way, even though this is a bonus, I won't call it a bonus. It's just an episode. That was spur of the moment.